but I'm intrigued. You have my attention. It's November 4, 2020. This is Rare Encounter, encounter number 17. This is Abel Kirby. And where we now have glass flavored potato chips, this is cold acid. Oh. What flavor was that? Glass flavored? Glass, yeah. Glass? What's glass yeah, taste some, like? I don't know. I'm not sure if I have one of the actual bags or not, but apparently my favorite brand of chips had to recall a whole bunch of bags because of a possible glass contamination. Hmm. So some hero dived through the window at the potato chip factory and it got in. I guess. Maybe someone broke in the skylight, repelled in. I don't know. <laughs> With the complaints that a lot of people have about this particular brand too, it's quite possible they wouldn't even notice. A lot of people complain that Miss Vicky's chips like slice Vicky's. open their mouths as it is. Kind of like Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch, uh, was it Peanut Butter Crunch that did that? That was the worst. Uh, Cuts Captain open the top. Crunch itself. Yeah. Yeah, the, what were they supposed to be? Treasure chests? Yeah. I think they were supposed to be the the uh, captain's loot. He was a captain, yeah, but also somehow to be a pirate. Treasure chest, but they're only the top part of the chest, <laughs> just doubled up for some reason. Yeah. So they became like little flesh ripping uh, pillowcases. Yeah. It's like a, my finishing move is just Captain Crunch flesh ripping <laughs> pillowcases. <laughs> well, I've got something that might be my finishing move uh, for tonight to drink. Oh? Yeah. We'll see how far uh, into this I get. But let's take it. I hope I can open it. Let's see. Here we go. And the juice is loose. I've got, this is great. I've got USDA organic pickle juice. Pickle juice. Pickle juice. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. It's a, uh, sold as a exercise, uh, not quite an energy drink, but something to prevent muscle cramps. And as far as I can tell, it is... Just vinegar and water and sodium, but let me give a give it a taste. It uh looks like a sodium bomb. I'm gonna see how far in I can get. <sighs> well, that is definitely pickle juice. It's, uh, you know hmm. what? I'm gonna a I'm gonna dill. stick to my Doritos. <laughs> it's kind of dill. I don't know. It's not that bad. We'll see how I feel in a minute or two. Might feel like uh, giving up the show. Oh, uh, I boy. hope not. Yeah, we got all sorts of shit to discuss. So I had this, uh, I saw this on the shelf, and I said, oh, this would be something fun to try. It's uh, sugar-free, caffeine-free, gluten-free, nothing in it. It's just pickle juice without the pickles. And for the price, I think it would have been cheaper to actually get a uh, can of pickles and ju just drink the juice, but no. I do it for the shelf. Possibly better tasting that way, too? Well, we'll see. You know what they say, don't drink the pickle juice until all the pickles are gone. It's a wise man once said. You know why, right? No, so you don't I'm get hit to ask. So you don't get hit in the eye with a pickle. Okay. <laughs> if that's supposed to be a joke, it just went right over my head. Yeah, it's just a bad one. So what do we uh, what do you have on the plate tonight? I was watching the Drew Barrymore show on my uh, couch when I was getting ready for this show, and that is like a, a trip 
Have you ever seen that show? I I can't. I think you were no, the one I can't who brought say it up. That I have. Someone brought it up with me a while ago, and I I had known what it was, but that is like a bizarre daytime uh, TV show. It's just Drew Barrymore talking at length about nothing. It's very hypnotic. Like she sits there yeah, with her that... with her dog. She has like a dog in her lap. She's just talking to people, and she's oh, let's talk to some fans. And they come up, and they have a big Zoom wall, you know, with a uh, hundred different faces on it. And she takes questions from guests, and they're all like really lame questions. But it's just the show's quiet, and it's her. It's just her. She's the only thing you see, and sometimes a dog or something she's petting. Very bizarre. It's hard. It's it's hard to describe. If you saw it, and you if you watch it for a couple of minutes, wow, well, it's either creepy or I don't know. Asimer TV. Uh, it was on our local, uh, Baltimore TV station. So I got no, it over no, the No, no, no. I'm saying, Asmer, ASMR. Oh, uh, maybe could be. I mean, it didn't put me to sleep or anything. Hmm. I'm rocking a Doritos tonight. Oh yeah. Instead of my usual water. Well, I have a glass of water here anyways, just in case. Yeah, I'm doing... Um... Hopefully I won't spill anything today. <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't need any more accidents. So there was a little no, bit no, of no. Uh, there was a little bit of news. I don't know if you saw it, but I uh, I made a note and I, I just got back to it. I was getting ready for the show. Um, Crunchyroll? Yeah, Crunchyroll. Did you see that story? No, I, I wasn't even aware of this. Yeah, um, I saw that in the news... Uh, a couple days ago, it was between since the last show. The uh, turns out Sony's been angling to buy Crunchyroll, and they haven't bought them yet. I just checked, so up to the minute, uh, it, the deal isn't done. But they're looking to actually buy the whole Crunchyroll platform for something just shy of a billion U.S. dollars. I'm I'm looking at this uh, Nikkei article and it says nine fifty seven million. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I think IGN had an article too, and they they referred to it as uh, just shy of a billion. Oh, I guess they give nine fifty seven million. That's uh that's pretty close to a billion. Yeah. So they have from the stats. Here's what I didn't know: they have seventy million free users on Crunchyroll, or so they say, um, and then three million subscriptions. So now I'm not a a subscriber or a free user for Crunchyroll because I don't care for them uh, too much, but that's something. I mean, that puts them in a at least in a position to be competitive with some of these other streaming services up there. Even uh, now, they're they're not Disney Plus levels, but you know, three million subs is nothing to uh, shake a stick at. Yeah, yeah. I used to be I used to be a Crunchyroll subscriber. Yeah, yeah. Once upon but a time, they're, yeah. They're they're like SJW sort of ways and the whole idea of like oh we're gonna make our own anime now too <laughs> and like this is what i'm paying for fuck that and then of course you put me onto high dive and now i'm subscribing to that instead oh yeah now i was yeah. actually reconsidering how long i, I was gonna go on high dives because i was i was going through it and i couldn't find a lot of the stuff i wanted to watch uh, the uh the stuff on there is okay but you know the last show i really went through was um beyond the boundary and like i said i wasn't that impressed so we'll see i'm pretty happy with it other than that i don't think there was any uh real big news anywhere i mean it's been a slow news week for uh for the whole world well, especially here everybody's paying attention to the uh, elections oh there, there's an nobody election. gives a damn about anything else yeah well except for us <laughs> the uh I've, I've been actually been on a media blackout so i turned off my phone turned off my laptop and kind of stowed them and i haven't turned them on since um Maybe Saturday night. 
So I haven't been on anything. I mean, the only uh, time I looked at the news was when I was at work browsing, you know, it was kind of between doing things. It's the only reason I know anything about what's going on. That's a pretty smart move, actually. Yeah. I was turning on the TV, and I got a little bit of the news, and that was it. So that's my way of combating the uh, oppressive, uh, commanding your attention that everyone seems to have. Everyone's to send you notifications and, hey, look at this and read that and feel this way about it. And I, I'm just not interested in be, being like that. So I've been getting my amygdala shrunk or expanded, really, since yesterday morning. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a... Yeah. Uh, that's a, uh, you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say. That's a uh, a risk, a risk of consuming the news. Yeah. Well, we'll see what John and Adam can do about that tomorrow. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm going to turn, I'll come back online probably tomorrow afternoon, other than this show right now. Yeah. I did get some uh, some anime in, and I got some reading in, and I got some other, uh, some other brief things I think we could talk about. What yeah, do you, how, so hit me with an anime. Hit me with an anime. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I get Carolyn to record that for us. Hit me with an anime. (laughs) Be careful. (laughs) The uh, uh, caught a few more episodes of Higurashi, and this is the uh, the same studio. To just to remind you, is Studio Passion is the group that's doing the animation for this, and that's the last show they did was the Hooker Brothel anime. So it's still uh, interesting to see them. It's the same kind of art style, the same artist and everything, but they're doing Higurashi, which is. So that's fun to watch, and they are really playing this out in a good way. I'm, I'm, uh, I don't want to. I'm at the the point where I don't know if I can report on Higarashi at all, uh, because I'm gonna end up spoiling it. If uh, for anyone who might want to watch it, because there's a lot of shit going down. Now's the time to watch it. And if you haven't seen the original series, uh, it's fine. Or you haven't, you can get into it this way because um, they're doing a lot of rehashing the old uh, premises, so you can see you know, the lead-ins to what's going on. You know, they don't just leave you uh, hanging, you know, trying to figure out what's going on. So they lead you into it, even if you haven't seen the first couple seasons. So Yeah, but now being like a third of the way into this season. Well, it's only four or five episodes. I don't know. I think it's... It's, um... I took some screenshots. Oh, I hate it when the this image editing... Uh, what is it? What do I have? IR Fan View. Irfan View. Irfan View. Yeah not doing what i want i want it to change there we go so get some screenshots we can put in the uh the, uh, the show notes for that including they did something with the subtitles where they have uh, uh one of the characters that we finally get Xion gets introduced in this episode and she's a character famous character from the first uh series and uh, when she comes up she's always wearing some kind of uh, really uh not quite provocative she's wearing a a, uh, a low-cut top let me put it that way and the subtitlers <laughs> were kind enough when they're uh, when they had scenes with her when she's introduced they they started splitting the subtitles so they'd have half on one side of the screen and half on the other side of the screen just to make sure they don't block anything so it's yeah, kind of got, funny got to keep got to keep those uh, view lines clear right yeah so i thought that was funny when it came up i actually was laughing out loud whenever the sub so that's something that you won't see on crunchyroll is uh, people with a sense of humor doing subtitles yeah We'll we'll have to stick that picture into the show notes, aren't we? Oh yeah, I got a couple. I sent you uh, a link to. Um, I don't know if this is worth using. I have that note station page. Um, I put all my show notes in at this time, and we'll, we'll just see if it works. But it lets me post pictures in, so some of those are are loaded up in there. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. This is running off my NAS. Um, 
So it's actually being served from my server closet. It's not hosted nice. anywhere else. Yeah. My hope is that, I don't know, if this works out, then I might end up using this for my show notes instead of OpenOffice, which is what I'm using, or I'm sorry, LibreOffice. And then I can just write, because I can edit this from uh, my phone. If I had my phone, I can edit it from some remote location, or I could I actually have a desktop app. So I can go and it, edit it in the uh, the editor on my PC, which is open. This actually works better for me for integrating stuff into the show notes that we put out for the episodes, too. Yeah. I'd much rather this than with uh, any more LibreOffice. Yeah. Did you any get any uh, progress in your server stuff? Uh, not not lately. Yeah. The uh, last while has just been spent on uh, renovation work. Oh yeah, your wall. What was it? Yeah, you, uh... my wall. Uh, I'm a little bit closer. I'm actually going to be borrowing some uh, some pneumatic tools from my uncle next weekend mm -hmm. that are going to help me with some of the work that I've got to do in here. Unfortunately, there's a stud that I have to put in for some of the other work that I'm doing, and it's near impossible to get a proper hammer swing to nail that stud in. But since he's got like a pneumatic hammer that's like handheld, I'm able to. I'll be able to just use that and just hold it against the nail and it's in. It'll just be like whoop. It'll be in. Yeah. All right. I'm done with the pickle juice. This was fun for the first couple sips. I can't, fortunately, I have a backup, and I have Youngling Lager. Indeed. Switching to the beer. So how's all the other uh, podcasts been going? You've been catching up with anything else? I've been completely out of it, so I have no idea. Did you show up on Grumpy Old Ben's again? No, I haven't. No? I don't, I'm only going to show up on Grumpy Old Ben's when I have, when I have like a Monday or Friday that I'm not working. I need, I need to I need to give it my my full attention when I go on that show. Unlike it. you you know how you know how tricky Darren and Ryan can be. Indeed. And and if I'm going on the show, I really need to up my grump because I mean normally normally I'm very much a not really giving a damn about most things type of person. Yeah. But that doesn't work on grumpy old Benz. You got to be grumpy. Especially when you're facing against Ryan Bemrose. Yeah. Did you hear I, I clipped a little Ryan in the uh, in the uh, opening here? Play the clip? Oh, I, 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 it was played in the opening. I don't know if you caught it. He was down in the mix. You probably didn't hear him. I, listen, yeah, listen again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they just had an episode uh, 107. It was Coffee DRMs on November 2nd. I haven't listened. That was on Monday. Um, I'll catch up with some of these. Uh, I've said before, I'm a dedicated non-completionist, so I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll catch up with some of these. And Hog Story had a show on uh, November 3rd, on Tuesday. Monday. Yeah. On, uh, Grumpy Old well, Ben was Monday, that dropped right? on Tuesday, but yeah, I mean, yeah. you know me. I listen to them live. Yeah, I only look at the uh, the posted dates. Him Girls. Him Girls on November 3. Been uh, 213 days since Maps with Matt's uh, last episode. and He's going to say this is abuse again. <laughs> It sure is, you know. And, I was actually uh, giving him some ideas for for a new episode today in the troll room. I was oh. suggesting maybe he do an episode about the old colonization roads here in Ontario if he can't think of anything to do. I he's got to if if Matt needs help producing a show, I don't know if he just if he just doesn't have time 
or if he needs help producing it. I suspect he really just doesn't have time because I think he has a lot to talk about. Like when you hear him go on other shows, you can just rattle it off. So I, my, my yeah, suspicion it, is he just doesn't have the time to do it. Not it's a time he's out of topics. issue, I think, more than anything. But if he needs help producing it, you know, it's, there's a lot of people. I'll write an episode, for God's sake. Yeah, I'll write some. I'll if write he, some copy he, for him. If he records him. at the right time, I'll I'll join in. I'll <laughs> I'll co-host with him. All right, two hundred thirteen days since uh, maps with Matt and Nick the Rat's coming down for Halloween. I don't know what that means. Maybe he's going to be hung over tonight, but he's on the Halloween come down. That's your podcast. He was actually he was actually on last night's uh, election streams. Really? Yeah. Uh. So there is there is like a super stream. Uh, at different times, it had, uh, I think they had Hotep Jesus on, even, <laughs> at a point. With Nick the Rat? Yeah. Uh, wow. JCD was in on it for a while before he went off to dinner. I think it was hosted by the guys from Abs in a Six Pack. Jeez. And they get yeah, around. It was it was a real show. Oh. I, I wasn't tuned into any of this. I purposefully turned everything off. Um, I... I put in my ballot that morning kind of went to work and took care of things i watched a little bit because i went out for a for a drink after work and uh, i saw it on tv they were talking about hey we're gonna have results the first results in 15 minutes we're counting down woo and so i watched them count down and then nothing happened and you know, it's the way it seems like it went is uh just was dragging on all night and uh, as far as i can tell still they're still counting stuff so mm-hmm. indeed all the ballot initiatives, I did check my local results because I'm paying more attention to my local uh, news and my uh, Congress critter I voted for didn't get in and the uh, ballot initiatives I voted against all uh, got initiated. So, you know, that's my, I'm, I'm uh, 0 for 3. Yeah. Well, in California, surprisingly, they voted against affirmative action in uh, government hiring. Hmm. I wasn't aware of it. I don't follow any of the california ballot issues i don't even know what that is they Probably voted against that it. way yeah that 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 california is a silly place <laughs> it is a silly place Whoop. yeah hey we've had unseasonably good weather though which is uh which is nice yeah here too they're saying we're gonna be uh double digit celsius all week oh yeah it's gonna, I, it's gonna make things nice on saturday when i actually change my tires i believe um let's see 55 CNF. Yeah, we'll be about double digit Celsius too. I don't think we're going to dip down to uh, below 10 C, according to this little chart. No, I don't think we will at all for a while. Yeah, even not, even after the dark hit today, it was still like 17 degrees outside Celsius. Yeah, that's nice. I was walking to my, uh, my polling place actually just the other day. It was a little chilly out. Unfortunately, I had to walk straight back because they moved it, but... That's a different story. Well, that was nice of them. This, yeah, they even printed out the voter ID card. So I had my voter ID card. I said, your polling place is right here. And I look at the address. Oh, that's right across the road. So I walk across the road. Then it. So they went through the trouble of telling everyone the polling place was there. They even did special mailings to say, go vote here. And then when you showed up to vote on voting day, they said, oh, sorry, we're closed. Go somewhere else instead. This is so, a scam. Yeah. But, <laughs> Oh uh, well, and I do have a report from Maryland about the uh, the presidential election results. Kanye West had zero votes in my county, unfortunately. What? That's sad. Yeah, it almost makes me wish I voted for him. At least then he could have had, had one. Yep. Well, there's still 2024, Kanye. <laughs> Easy. 
Oh, I got some uh, some new computer gear. Ooh. Since we're struggling for topics, let me bring this shit up. I got a mouse. Hopefully, you can't squeak, squeak. No, it's it's got a muzzle on it. <laughs> no, it's a it's a silent mouse. I got one um up from Newegg, and it's called the Gentix Silent Precision. And well, you can hear it when I clatter around my desk, but you can't hear when I click anymore. Well, so. that'll be good for when you're sniping people in video games. Yeah, and also they won't hear you pull the trigger. Hopefully, you can't hear me typing a bunch of stuff on my keyboard even as I'm talking, so the noise gate's down. Yeah, I haven't been hearing you typing. Yep. I, I haven't I been got... bothering typing. I've been using uh, pen and paper because, well, no matter how high I crank the noise gate, this damn keyboard of mine comes through. Yeah, so I got a silent keyboard also for Sweet. podcasting, and it has these really cool key switches. So I used to work with a guy who was really um, into keyboards, yeah. I don't know why he picked this up, but he was on the level of he actually manufactured his own keyboards and programmed them, and then he would come up with his own keyboard layouts and then learn how to touch type on them. Uh, and so okay, I need to talk to this guy because <laughs> I want a keyboard that lets me do like that lets me do like both regular uh, Latin and Cyrillic input, as well as like. All the all the special characters I like to use because I actually have like a customized keyboard layout set up because I don't think that the general U.S. international layout goes far enough. Mm. I actually put this together like years ago, and it's actually up on one of my websites somewhere. Your keyboard, yeah, your I custom my keyboard. Own, I created my own <laughs> U.S. international alternate layout. And what's so so special about this layout? Well, it's a lot nicer for like a lot broader support for various accents hmm. it supports uh it supports a number of characters that i want to be able to type but i can't type with the regular u.s international layout and every so often i'll, I'll tweak it some more but yeah definitely definitely even like the 104 key layout doesn't really cover everything you can possibly do with the latin alphabet this one's got, that sounds, uh, I don't know if I could ever give up the normal keyboard layout. I got mad enough when I started using a Chromebook and they moved, I think, the the delete key off. And that one irritated me to no end. That's why I don't even want to touch a Chromebook anymore. Um, at least on some of the ones I use, I think it was an HP one. Because uh, I oh, use the... I absolutely hate portable keyboards. Yeah. This one I, I gave up and I... <sighs> Just because of desk space, now that I have a mixer on here, I gave up the number pad. So I've been hitting the button where the number pad enter should be and getting nothing for uh, for the last 30 minutes. Me, I don't think I could live without the numpad. Honestly, most of my number typing is done with it, especially for like pin input or when I've got to type in uh, a two-factor code. Yeah, that's pretty much always done with the numpad for me at this point. Yeah, I'm getting I, used I, to I it. I mean, at right now, I'm at the point where where I almost wish that phone pads had numbers in the same order as the numpad on the keyboard. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst when you have to type. Um, I don't know. I I know exactly what you mean. Where you you try and type something and you you type the conjugate instead because it's upside down. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, Louise. Well, with this. This one, it's, um, I don't know. I'm getting used to it. I had to type in an IP address earlier, and that hurt. So, But fortunately, I won't have to do that that often on this computer. So 
it's yeah, that's fine. another one of the things where the numpad comes in real nice. Yeah. Oh, Should well. we go back to some more anime? Yeah. What? Why don't you bring something up? Yeah. So I'm, I'm of course continuing to watch uh, Journey of Elena. Yes, indeed. And so I guess I was a I was actually an episode behind last week because before between last week's show and this week's show, I've watched two episodes. One of them was another pretty dark episode involving a princess who uh, I get became ruler of an unpopulated city kingdom, and the story behind that is is pretty dark. And then the next episode was like really nice and sweet and reintroduced a character from the first episode, hmm. the one who the witch who trained Elena. Or like, gave her the training to go from being being an apprentice to a full fledged witch, and that was a really cute episode and fun to watch. So I guess the, I guess it was just like two episodes of mood whiplash, and now it's back to her being like a cute traveling smug girl. Well, that's great. The I I like the mood lip whiplash, uh, whiplash, whiplash, whiplash. <laughs> the uh. That's something I, I always liked uh, when it's done right, where you have something crazy happens, then immediately after there's it's completely different. Or, you know, part one of a of a series will be one way and part two will be another completely different thing. Yeah. Well, I'm, getting, course, I'm, I'm getting geared up to actually watch that. Uh, I, I might jump in for an episode or two because the way you describe it, it makes me think of two things that I liked. Uh, Kino's Journey was one. And the other thing was XL... Uh, was it? Not XL Saga. Um... The Last Exile, which was um, another kind of traveling. They, they were always popping into the next area yeah, well, on a journey. You mentioned, you mentioned before about uh, Kino's journey, and based on, based on what I've read up about it, because I still haven't watched it myself, I think that anybody who, who likes Kino's journey will definitely like Imagine uh, No Tabby Tabby. Yeah, I'm going to put... Think, I, think, I think you'll definitely enjoy watching this i'll put that on my list for next week i'll, I'll try and catch an episode and i'll and tell you what i think i'll tell you how it really is <laughs> meanwhile i've also been watching uh sleepy princess in the demon castle aka maojo de oyasumi and she really earns her suyas hmm. now, i don't I, I should actually clip one of those out i i don't remember the premise for this one uh Okay, so Princess gets abducted by the Demon King and is imprisoned in the Demon King's castle. And in order to get a good night's sleep, she essentially starts terrorizing the castle to gather, to gather like nicer sheets, a better pillow, uh, various, uh, various things that will make her sleep more enjoyable. And the other denizens of the castle are more or less unable to stop her <laughs> so this is is this sponsored by my pillow or is it sleep number or something <laughs> no I, I i think the i think the original manga like predates all of that stuff ever being popular but yeah it's it's uh it's a it's a pretty good kind of slapstick comedy well it sounds like one of these dumb premises that uh that is probably fun to watch yes it, it is definitely that it, yeah. it's definitely a lot funnier than it sounds at first too and I mean, it, it sounds pretty funny to begin with. Yeah, I haven't been up to much else. I watched uh, a little more Spice and Wolf. I mean, 
we talked about that last time, but I'm, you know, most of the way I got to the second Blu-ray disc for season one, I'm still liking it. You know, I think it's the third arc in the, in the season and it's, uh, it's always been one of my favorite shows. I don't have much to add about it. It's just fun. It's I'm watching it in English for the first time and the, uh, the voices grew on me. So now I'm, now I'm slightly attached to the, uh, the actress for Holo before I didn't like clips? her voice at all. What was that? You have any clips? No, I was trying to oh. think of how to get that. Um, I played on my TV, not on my PC. So I've been watching it in my living room. So I need to get a, a recorder and record it off my TV. That's just annoying. Well, what sort of audio output does your TV have? <laughs> Funny you should ask. My TV uh, has built-in speakers and no audio output. Nope. What? So, but the Blu-ray player has a uh, digital audio out that can play in parallel with the HDMI audio. Um, so what I have is two speakers that are really heavy on the bass, and they have kind of crappy treble response. Um, and I have them set up on the SPDIF uh, audio. And those are like my main... Uh, and to get them to work, they're, they're actually studio monitors. Um, I have them running through a reverb, a rack mount reverb unit that's sitting on my, um, underneath my TV, just because it has an SPDIF in, and then it also has analog out. So I'm using that as the converter. And I just have all the effects to bypass. So I have the reverb effect to bypass, the delay effects to bypass, the flangers and chorus modes and everything are on bypass. It, it if, definitely sounds like you should be able to uh, analog hole your way it into a recorder. Yeah, I guess I could, but I would... Uh, now I need a... I guess I do have an analog recorder, huh? Yeah, I got a um, H... What is it? The H4N Zoom? Is that it? Well, I mean, yeah. if, you've got, if you've got like the three and a half mil, uh, like a patch cable of that, I mean, most laptops have a microphone in plug. You could just do something like that, right? Yeah, I don't know. That sounds like work. Yeah, I know, but I think I'm just gonna record. I'm gonna hold my phone up to the TV and then hit record. Oh, that's gonna sound real good. <clears throat> I think that sounds pretty good. I think that sounds pretty good. Yeah, Amy and I are on the same page today. <laughs> <sighs> I had the sniffles earlier. So what's this uh, trapeze thing that you mentioned in your notes as well? That's an anime, sounds like. Yeah, um, I was going to bring that up last episode because I, uh, I watched this when it came out and I didn't know what the hell I was watching. It's absolutely bonkers. It's a mixed media show. So it's not, it's sort of anime, but it's also, it has live action sequences in it. And it also has... Um, rotoscope so sometimes they have the characters you know drawn in an anime style sometimes they're a cartoonish kind of caricature style they also have live action sequences and they also have characters who are like rotoscoped in so they're the anime guys and, the, and everyone's talking to each other it is completely bonkers um it's a psychological i wouldn't call it a horror show um but it's a it's a lapped uh, a lot of different stories that kind of lap together so that there's like seven or eight characters and they all have a problem. They all exhibit some sort of um, personality disorder or they have some sort of um, 
something that they haven't accomplished, which is holding them back. Um, there's some hang up in their life. And this, uh, the one common character through all the arcs is the psychiatrist. And he kind of helps him out, but he's a very strange psychiatrist. He doesn't give a, a fuck about any of his guy, any of his, uh, patients. So he's always giving him <laughs> bad advice and, and like just telling him, well, oh, why don't you just deal with it? You know, he's, it's a very interesting, uh, presentation style too, because the first episode is hard to understand, but then as you, you keep going through, you start recognizing, oh, this scene, you know, where a guy's trying to catch a baseball. Oh, that's the scene that was in the background of that other scene that you saw. And it's almost like, uh, I don't know, Pulp Fiction or Back to the Future or um, uh, what else comes to mind? There's some other shows where there's multiple stories that all run together. And then sometimes they play chronologically out of order. So there's all these cool surprises as you go through. But the twenty-two uh, short films about Springfield. They had there's a there's one other running character who's not the psychiatrist character. There's the um, this actual so there's the psych the uh, the fictional psychiatrist and then there's another fictional psychiatrist portrayed by an actual actor who like opens a door on the the TV screen and he like his head sticks out and he starts talking and he he gives you like the real facts about this disorder and explains how the TV show is getting it wrong and don't worry about it you know this is what really happens and so it's it's like a big soup of a bunch of weird things going on all at once and it's a uh, I don't know it's something I really enjoyed also it had a very cool uh, theme song and actually the whole trippy. OST oh yeah it's like something to watch you know blitzed. All right, so after the next episode of Bowl After Bowl, after Bowl After Bowl, it's a great one. Yeah, it it has um the same director as uh Big O, you know Big Which O, which might explain part Big of the o. reason why it's so weird. Yeah, indeed. I think yeah. we'll have to hunt down some screenshots for this one. Mm. I'm gonna have to take a look at it. Yeah, I'll, I'll snap some uh, real fast, and. Uh... There's nothing really else I was gonna I was gonna bring up El Hazard as a topic. I was actually gonna ask you before the show if you'd ever watched it to see if it's worth discussing or not. I know of it, but I've never actually watched it. Yeah, that was a great Isaki from the '90s, I think. It's all. Yeah, we can save that for another time. Somewhere on my on my to watch list, but I haven't even come across copies of it anywhere. So yeah, it's hard to find. Difficult. I think it's hard to find now. I have some fan sub versions of it from, I don't know where. Let me take a look. El Hazard, 2008, subbed by P-A fan subs. So this is an old 2008, one. 2008, but the show itself was like earlier than that. Yeah, but they got the Raws in 2008 from the DVD release. Okay. So the Raws came out from Area Raw. It looks, no, no, that's something else. They It came out on DVD, I think, and that's what they they subtitled it's all yeah really because cool. from what i from what i know of it back when it came out everybody was still on vhs oh yeah that's a great that one too like late 90s i think when it was out yeah so there's the story just briefly so we don't because we brought it up it's uh it's an isaki show isaki show so the uh there's a high school election and it's being run uh it's filthy oh this is topical actually it's election season and oh. one guy's running for student council president and another and his best friend uh, quotes best friend is also running so they're competing and suddenly they're not best friends anymore and one of them's willing to do anything to win and in the midst of all this there's a uh, wall collapses uh, something happens a wall collapses and they find that beneath the high school um they have 
a cave that they've been able to access and there's some archaeological dig site down there so now it's roped off and all the students are trying to look down inside but they won't let you know there's the archaeologists are taking care of it and uh this <laughs> this guy running for student council president he's so unscrupulous he's like going down there taking credit for finding the thing he's trying to do all the tv interviews even though he had nothing to do with it so he's a complete jerk and uh Anyway, somehow the artifacts get activated. They they suck everyone who's in the school gets transported to the alternative world, which is a fantasy world. And so it's the it's the uh, guy running for student council president, the main character, his rival, uh, his rival sister, and their um, I think it's their PE teacher. It might be their homeroom teacher, um, who's boozing at school. Like he's walking around the the hallways drinking whiskey and he smokes <laughs> he's smoking that inside. Like a cool feature. Yeah, it's so they all get tri- they all, they all get superpowers when they uh when they go over and uh I don't want to spoil everything, but one of the guys this this he ends up in the 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 rivals character ends up in like the Bugmen kingdom and his superpower is he can talk to the Bugmen. And uh, they're all really dumb, like hive mind. Like they're really easy to convince to do stuff. So he becomes very quickly so, the king so of like the real world bug men. Like the the king of the uh, yeah, they're like beetle people. So he's like the king of the brainless beetle people, and they're gonna march and and take over the whole world because uh, they've been they have a giant army. The, uh, the teacher is or the PE teacher is super strength and super. Uh, you know, he can, he can fight and jump really high and everything, but only if he's smoking and drinking. So it's like if he runs out of booze or cigarettes, he can't do it anymore. The, oh, uh, drunken master. Yeah. And then the main character, I think his superpower is he looks... I'm trying to remember how the whole thing ended. I think it was just he ends up looking exactly like the princess who went missing exactly six weeks before, you know, they uh-huh. arrived. So he has to masquerade as her through the... And, and hijinks ensue. <laughs> so... They're they're playing this whole okay now he's it's the prince and the pauper except it's it's the princess and the some guy cross dressing as her and uh, trying to convince you know trying to keep all the other nations at bay and fight this war and everything so it's it's actually more of a comedy but it was really fun when it came out so, so it's like a funny but really weird prototypal isekai series yeah it's a little more risque than you'd have in uh, in some of the modern stuff so it was fun. I think it's seven episodes. Um, that was definitely worth a watch. So El Hazard, Magnificent World is the good one. There were other series that came after that weren't, uh, I'm told, weren't as good. Um, I watched one or two episodes of the other one. I just wasn't interested. But El Hazard, Magnificent World is the one to watch if you can find it. All right. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll have to put that onto onto the hunting list. Yeah. Oh, a bit more, bit more eurific bits in uh, Iwakakuru. Did you uh, get screenshots? Girls. Screenshots? No, I didn't. Come on, screenshots. Come on. I, come on, man. Come on. When man. I'm watching anime, I'm usually I'm usually in bed and it's difficult to take screenshots you... with the with the tiny little like remote keyboard mouse pad thing uh, that I have. What do you what you use a Windows laptop? No, no, I've got my I've got my media box oh. hooked up to TV in my in my bedroom. So I have Alt I Enter if I'm watching on my computer. I, I use Media Player Classic, and I actually it's open right now. There we go. And if I push Alt I, it opens a Save As window with the current frame, and then you just hit Enter, it saves it to. And I have it pointing to the next episode's folder. So every time I take a screenshot, it just dumps into this uh, this week's Rare Encounter folder. 
Yeah, what I should do is like for show for shows where I know I definitely have to take some shots, I should rewatch them on this system here, and then I'll be able to like clip individual frames. Yeah. But usually, usually it's usually I figure either you're already going to get them because <laughs> because you're at least looking around at uh, pictures of different episodes. It's like that's how you got the ones last time. I just saw those on Twitter, man. Yeah. <laughs> Oh well. Anyway, they're in a competition now for for seeing like who's the best who's the best climbing. Team. Climb that wall, Ramirez! Climb that wall. Is that how it goes? No, not exactly. Ramirez, throw that grenade. But yeah. So now there's like a whole <laughs> bunch of different girls with all their different quirks and stuff, like various different schools, and and some of them some of them are like. They all act a particular way, and other ones they don't. And a lot of girls, a lot of girls. This is sounding like um, Sakai or Saki, the the Mahjong game, uh, the Mahjong. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't watch that. Yeah, it's another sports. Girls playing sports. Yeah, girl, girls doing sports shows tend to have tend to have this trope, especially like the the teams from the different schools and. How they're all characterized and everything. Yeah, and I enjoy it. Well, I'm not. I'm. I. We'll see. We'll see if I pick up an episode later. I don't know. I'm fencing a lot of this. Yeah. I'm enjoying everything I'm watching right now. So especially Higurashi, which is some good. Uh... Oh, I forgot to mention. Uh, we got Nipa's back. I think there were yeah, yeah. one one in episode. No, there were two in episode four because they had one and then they had a flashback to it. So I think it counts as two. So we went from uh, from zero back to two for uh, for episode four or so. Back How on the many chart. In episode five? I don't think there were any. I didn't notice them. No, I don't think there were any. So it might be uh -oh. back down to zero. Uh-oh. Indeed. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So I had some uh, I had some interesting stuff going on for Halloween. Oh, yeah. I had a few. I had I had my brother, a few friends over, and was finally able to play with them. Beyond the Wall and other adventures. I believe I mentioned this uh, this before a little bit in the past, but it's this like old school Renaissance role playing game. So it's like there's a lot of influence from like basic D and D stuff. Uh, some rolls you want to roll high, some you want to roll low. Which is a lot different than like what people are used to these days with D and D third ed and later, where everything is real high. I think I think it went pretty it went pretty well. It it's a very interesting system. It only has like three basic classes, and you and you can either like completely create a character from scratch, or you can use this uh, like it gives you these like little booklets that you can use to create your character and that's that's the preferred way of doing things so despite having only the three types of the, like the three classes you're actually able to have like a character who's like a would-be knight or a woodsman or a thief in training or like some uh, different types of magic users like like the village witch's apprentice or or somebody who's like just a self-taught mage and it's actually a lot inter more interesting than I think than a lot of these modern systems where you have like a million different classes and and there's like nothing to help you actually like 
build a character rather than a set of numbers. Yeah. That's always my least favorite part is the, Hey, let's, let's make a whole character. So making the character backstory has always been fun to me trying to figure out how you're going to role play. And that's fun to me. But when, as soon as it comes to picking stats, I could care less. And it's almost like you might actually, you might actually like this system with the, with these, uh, with these guides for creating the characters, even it just like tells you, here's the basics. And as you go through the different steps, to to build your character it'll adjust them but you end up with like a backstory and relations to the other to the other characters in the party and like the whole the whole thing is like just collaborative the character creation uh the initial environment that you start out in like your starting village where everybody lives and stuff it's it's a really interesting system i i actually quite enjoyed running it even though I didn't do the best at jobs, um, I need to work on my creativity some more. It's been a while since I since I DM'd anything, anyways, so it's kind of to be expected. Yep. How was your Halloween? Um, I went out for some drinks with a friend, played some pool. Um, it was a full moon, so I was expecting things to get, you know, I was expecting a big, you know, crowd or something when we were out, and it was okay, but never got too crazy, so. Yeah. We ended up hanging oh, out in, yeah, in some never got too crazy here. G- garbage part of Baltimore. I, I, we started by by saying, "Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure we really want to like go into Baltimore tonight." But uh, by the end of the night, we're like in an Uber. Like, yeah, we're gonna go. <laughs> we're doing it, man. No, <laughs> man. There's some shady. I don't know. Every time I go there with uh, we go there together. We always end up like the worst parts <laughs> of the stinking city. There's like we saw a guy in a U-Haul, like a rented. Not the full-size U-Haul, but, like, the pickup truck U-Haul. He's just passed out. He's just sleeping there. As he goes up, he's knocking on the window, trying to wake him up. Looked like he was, you know, I don't know what he was. If he was just tired or if he was, you know, doing something else and Had falling asleep. Had a bit asleep. too much Halloween candy. Yeah. And so we were over there. There's cops all over every other street, so they walked over. and they. So I was okay and let him go. And so he drived off and almost crashed into someone in traffic. I was like, jeez, man. Glad I'm not driving. Maybe maybe he should have maybe he should have slept some more before starting to drive. Yep. Yep. And they had um, there was a bouncer with a bulletproof vest on, so that made me feel really good. <laughs> Don't they all have that? I mean, I'm pretty sure even here, the bouncers are wearing uh, body armor these <sighs> days. Not in Colorado. Not any place I would hang out. Oh yeah, that's right too. You're. I'm not. These, this is like uh, the jungle, these man. Big <laughs> cities are are not are not what you're used to anymore. I mean, even in, I guess, I don't know, maybe Los Angeles has changed since I was there. I haven't been there for, you know, what's it been, over a decade now or something? Uh, close 2015? To it. Was it 2015? It feels like it was so much longer. 2015, man. Oh. It's still, I bet it's changed a lot since then. But Well, may, maybe outside of, like, the convention center area. But, I mean, that's all of L.A. that I know of. I wasn't really playing any games. I went and picked through my... Um, I have a folder on my NAS with a bunch of visual novels and stuff. Most of them I read and some of them I haven't, so I picked through and... Jeez, uh, I can't find the name of it. I'll get a report next time. There, there is uh, one I installed and I can't remember the Japanese name for it, so I'm just... and it, It's actually not even on this hard drive, so that's why I can't find it. It's on this hard drive. So I switched to a um, removable hard drive system. Did I tell you that yet? No, you didn't. Oh, so I have the whole Rare Encounter show is on a one Kingston SSD, and 
That one only has show stuff on it. And then I also have this one right here is my alternative that has like games and stuff on it. Not that it has much on it. I mean, and then I have a couple, this one has Linux on it. And so what I can do is to change operating systems and everything, I just pop one out and put the next one in. There, oh, You can cool. remove them in uh, about a second. And it's actually really cool to stay organized this way instead of trying to do dual boot or anything. It turns out you can buy these things really friggin' cheap on the internet. So I even have an extra one I didn't even open yet. So it's a 480 gigabyte. It's not a lot of storage, but I use this computer kind of like a thin client. All my stuff is backed up on a NAS anyway, so I don't keep files on the computer. All it really needs is the operating system and the configs for whatever I'm doing. So like this one, the Linux one is supposed to be for audio. I was trying to get audio working on it and I just couldn't. I couldn't get the display drivers, man. Ubuntu uh, didn't want to talk to my monitor. Oh, well. Oh, that's because you were using Ubuntu. Well, I wanted to use the studio uh, distro for that. So they have one set up that has, allegedly, um, it's pre-installed with a bunch of the audio tools and utilities you need. and also comes with a bunch of other creative-style tools, um, like 3D tools and audio and... and uh, video editing, things like that. And they're all the open source, or at least, you know, free software kind of versions of everything. So it sounds like a cool thing to play with, but I couldn't get, you know, I've gotten other versions of Linux to boot up on this computer with this video card with no problem. For some reason, this one wants me to, I, I probably could get it to load, but I have to take the video card out and go to onboard video until I configure it and then put it back in and I just, I'm not going to do it. So Yeah, it sounds like too much trouble. It's too much trouble. That's it. By the way, you ever wondered uh, what uh, what a loved hotel looks like when it's abandoned? No. I've... <laughs> that, that's the last thing I've thought of, but I'm intrigued. You have my attention. <laughs> yeah, so one of the other things that happened on... On the weekend was a friend of mine. He stayed because where he lives, it's it have been too difficult for him to go home after after the games and everything. So he just crashed here. Mm -hmm. And next morning, we we're looking at YouTube and actually came across this video called "Inside an Abandoned Japanese Love Hotel." Uh oh. Yeah, and it's yeah, it was it's fucking creepy in there. Anyway, so this so is, this is so what's this like this a ghost hunters kind of thing? They're poking around inside ruins. I wouldn't say ghost hunters. More more just like general urban exploration in this like creepy old uh, abandoned love hotel in the dark in the rain. <laughs> you know, like they they chose like the perfect time to do this. I mean, you you're almost expecting like some sort of slasher to pop out, right? Like it's a horror film. Anyway, this this is from uh this is from a channel called Abroad in Japan, and the guy who runs it is was actually doing a journey from uh from Tokyo where he lives to Mount Fuji in a kind uh kind of like big circle around to uh to try and get a good view because he says like this whole time that he's lived in Japan, he's never actually been able to get a good view. The one time that he was, like, at a really scenic spot to get a good view, it was all foggy, so he couldn't see shit. Mm. And so, and so in this uh, first episode of this series, they, they're they driving, and they come, they come by this area, because one of the guys coming along 
has to have smoke breaks all the time. Yeah. And he stumbled across it during one of these smoke breaks, and they're like, okay, let's check this out. And yeah, wow, it was like kind of weird, really creepy stuff in there. And another another guy who is going along on this journey, he has the channel The Anime Man. He also has his own. He has also has his own video about this. So I'm putting both these videos in the in the show notes. But yeah, it's like wow, this is really crazy to watch. But you're gonna have to watch them after the show. Yeah, and hopefully you'll be able to get to sleep tonight. But I'm not I'm not making any promises that you'll be able to after watching these. Well, I like that kind of stuff. Let me see well, if we put put the them, put then. the put it in the show notes. I'll see if we can. Uh... How long is it? Is it a long video? Um, one of them is about twenty-two minutes, and the other is about twelve. Not bad. Well, any other pressing? Yeah, I was like, it's pretty fun to watch this. It ran out of uh, that... all my notes for this week. Have you ever actually done any sort of urban exploration? I have actually. Um, oh, cool! I'm trying to find some of the pictures of it, which I know exist. They're somewhere on here don't see him anywhere yeah we went out to centralia pennsylvania oh um, nice yeah are you aware of what is in centralia pennsylvania oh yeah it i'm is, very much aware it is a mine the, fire uh, <laughs> it's been going yeah, for the mine a long fire time. that that will never go out for like thousands of years yeah and so we went out to see that shit and uh took a bunch of pictures and while we were out there um i think they they bulldozed the road now so you can't even see it anymore but um, oh that sucks yeah, I think it started with the book. It was called A Walk Through the Woods. Um, and it was some author that a friend of mine was really into. Walk Through the Woods. And anyway, he was just writing about hiking on... I forget the details. He was he was walking a lot. And he ended up walking through this place and was just writing about how weird it was. So we decided to go check it out one day. And we drove down from New Hampshire and saw the... Uh, the highway that's closed off. So when you get to Centralia, Pennsylvania, first the the town is uh, abandoned. Um, the zip code was revoked. No one lives there any. Well, there's people who actually do live there anymore. You're not supposed to, but they they let them live there. Um, it's doesn't seem like a very. Well, they've given up trying to remove them. More yeah. like. So, it's um, kind of creepy just to start. Uh, that we we stayed right next door in a town, I think was called Frackville. Like frack fracking, I think. Frackville. Frack oh my god. Ville. That's perfect. PA. I think we stayed in like a red roof inn, man. And we're all fucking I might have been a teenager at the time. So we were like the frackville it was like there was roaches inside it. There was a mysterious bump under the carpet. We came in and there's like there's the carpet and then there's like a big lump underneath it. And yeah. what do you think that is? Go John, go poke it. You know. <laughs> You go. You go sleep in that bed. It might not be a body. Go poke it. See if it pokes back. <laughs> so we got. We went there and we spent the next day. We went out to uh, Centralia, and there's a highway that goes right over the fire, and that's been closed off and rerouted around it. And so if you park on the side of the road, you can get out and hike through the woods. We did this in the middle of the winter too, so it was snowing. Uh, snow was all over the place, and we hiked out. And as soon as you start going down this highway, the snow starts to melt. Because when you get over the fire, the radiant heat from it stops the uh, the snow from accumulating. It's actually dry all around it. 
And there's a there's an area of this road where the road is it looks post apocalyptic, where it's broken apart and the you know the fumes of hell, fire and brimstone are billowing out of it. Not really billowing, but smoldering out of it. And you know it smells like sulfur and toxic fumes. And uh, the cool thing about it is it had so yeah, many so much graffiti like that. Is it is it a road with just a shitload of graffiti on it? No, it's like it's like a picture of. Uh... Of like some broken up stuff, but like the the smoke coming out all through the ground. Yeah, if you look at um, like s the whole road is completely covered in graffiti, um, all the way up and down. You know that whole length of the abandoned highway. And when you get to the uh, the part where it's the the fumes actually come out, there's a bunch of just like random bullshit. So it was fun to you know just go and look at the uh, the stuff people were tagging there. We also went out into the woods mm -hmm. and looked at all the abandoned houses. So we ended up going through a hike and seeing just abandoned houses. And they didn't even have roads going to them anymore. So you had to kind of hike through the woods. Said, oh, what's that over there? And so we spent the day kind of tooling around and doing all kinds of shit we should have been doing. But, you know, we were teenagers. So, yeah, that was good stuff. Good times. And I wish I could find these damn pictures. I'd upload them to the show notes because we took a bunch of pictures of that. Um, that trip. You just can't find them on this computer or on the uh, the network. Then Centralia is also uh, the inspiration for Silent Hill, isn't it? Oh, I wasn't aware of that. I've heard I've heard stories about this. Hmm. I'm not sure how how real it is, but I've heard that it's definitely it's definitely been like part of the inspiration, just like the environment of the place being all creepy and stuff like that. Well, it certainly is creepy. I'm really just hoping that I can pull up a folder. I can't even remember what year it was. Why it's hard to find. Ah, oh, well. Yeah, maybe it'll show up later. Too bad. Maybe. Yeah, I had a bunch of pictures of me, like, hanging out in the ruins and uh, uh, crawling out, like, hanging out inside of <laughs> abandoned houses and uh, stuff like that. Yeah, lost. I'm lost. It's a shame. They actually, they shut it down, so they uh, they bulldozed the road, I think, or something like that. They won't let anyone in anymore. Well, people still make their way into there anyways. Yeah. Update. Here we go. Update. Graffiti highway owners to cover Centralia Road with dirt. There's a dump trunk dumping the dirt because they don't want people hanging out there anymore, I guess. Yeah, preventing people from driving, driving in and around there. Oh, well. You get anything else for us uh, this week? Uh no, we're pretty we're running pretty close to to time. So, what I've still got, I want to spend a bit more time on for next episode, I guess. Sure. That or that or if I end up on Nick the Rat, uh, in the near future, I might take this to that. Considering yeah. what the topic is. Hmm. Yeah. I, I want to get to the uh... de de definitely some uh, some like second half of show material. <laughs> Now you don't have to spoil it, but is this the uh, the magnetic pole shift? Yeah, yeah. I was. I'm still yeah. disappointed. I wanted to talk about that a show ago, last show. I and know, I know. Should, but we, we should keep, bring it up. We keep. Let's make we'll, a. We'll make it the first point of order for next episode. Yeah, How it about should have been because I could talk about that shit for half an hour. I'm I'm waiting for you to hit me with. I don't need, I don't know what your story is. You didn't tell me what it is. I know it has something to do with the magnetic pole shift. And I'm super excited because I know something about the geomagnetic field. So I'm, I'm, 
I'm ready to find out. I'm ready All to right, argue, well, argue my will, case. We will definitely take care of it uh, next episode. Whoop. And with that, let's... Uh, I, I felt like I want to say, let's thank you for your courage, but we don't do that here. We, no. Uh, we just close the show when we're done, so... For Rare Encounter, November 4th, Encounter number 17, I've been Abel Kirby. And I've been Cold Acid. Twice the love for half the price. Woo!